Bliss Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, we feature special guest D-Ray Knight, and Brandon is out on the road for part of this. We talk Bob Saget, may he rest in peace, selling farts. Sound like a business opportunity for you? I guess you'll have to wait and see. Also, drinking urine. Man, we're getting gross on this one. And The Bachelor, and a whole lot more. Please follow us on Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon, and TikTok, The Roadhouse Show. And right where you're at, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Have you ever taken an Uber? Yep. You have? I think I have a couple times, too, but I don't really remember. Well, it's <laughs> naturally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Uber, Lyft, all the same, you know. Do we have Lyft around here yeah, or just have, Uber? I think we have Lyft and Uber. More Lyft than Uber. And um, I think a lot of times the Lyft and Uber driver is the same same guy. Wow. What's the highest Uber bill you've ever had? Uh, maybe 50, 60 bucks. I don't know. I think mine was like $5. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It Where'd was like from the, from the fairgrounds to my home when I live out in the valley. And you only got charged five bucks? What'd yeah. you do on the ride? It was ride? like when it first started here. Wow. It was like $5 anywhere. See, now they they find peak times like or peak situations like the fair, things like that, and they charge you more, like 20 25 bucks, 15 bucks. Yeah, they should, because they well, put up with a lot. Yeah, sometimes. I don't think they do with me. <laughs> I just sit back there, eat their mints if they have them. Yeah. Have you ever been stuck in traffic with one? Uh, yeah, like riding in Vegas or even downtown Denver. And, and does like the meter that. keep rolling as you're doing that? Or? So I don't. I think when you agree on a Lyft ride or Uber ride, that's the difference between a cab ride. Cabs are all about the time, right? right? Yeah. Where Uber, you agree to a certain rate. The only reason I think it increases, and this is all, I'm just assuming. I don't really know. Is like if you puke in the back, there's a charge for that, or. If you were unruly or there's charges they can add on there that you've agreed to when you downloaded the app. Well, there was a big traffic jam on I-95 recently. Mm. This guy was in an Uber. Apparently, he didn't know about this big traffic jam. Neither did the driver. So he was supposed to travel about 120 miles for 200 bucks. Mm. But he got stuck in this traffic jam for nine hours. Yuck. In his Uber. You get to know a guy sitting there with nine hours. Yeah. It was supposed to be 200 bucks. He ended up getting charged $600. Yeah. $600. Why? For 120 How? miles. You could have flown. That's not the dude's fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. He's trying to fight it, I guess. But $200 is even a lot. But, but 200 bucks, I mean, but you got to go 120 miles. Just That's rent a, a car. That's a long way to go. 120 miles in a, in a Lyft or an Uber. That's a long ways to go. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking two bucks. hours. Two hours or better, 120 miles. So so there's Uber, there's Lyft, there's cabs. We need to come out with a new one, Brandon. Oh, yeah? What would we call this company? Mm, it, maybe we can announce our names in Pig Latin, and that would be our ride. Like, we give them, that's the service. In Pig Latin, huh? Yeah. Random Bay. I'm going to get Random Bay to take me. <laughs> take me to take me wherever I'm going. Who can name it like your podcast, like Brandom? Mm-hmm. Brandom Ride. Brandom Ride. It take you to ran- Brandom places. Yep, that's right. We pick you up and we drop you off where we want to drop you off, not where where you want to go. Yeah. You might have to order another Brandom Ride to get there, but still. <laughs> You're drunk at, at press start. 
we'll come. Brandon will come pick you up, and we'll take you. You to know, somebody's home. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever the huh? next pickup is, huh? that's where we're going to drop you off. Yep, real random. May, might drop you off at the Bell Star. We don't know. You know? <laughs> Could drop you off at Hardy's. Yeah, some might like it. Maybe Main Street Square. Maybe mm-hmm. the Monument. Go skating. Probably not going to work out, is it? I don't think so. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. I wonder if anything like this has ever happened at Dick and Jane's. Once upon a time, there was a man named Jacob McFarland. Oh, boy. He applied at this adult toy store, okay? For a job? Yeah, he went in there, filled out an application, mm. you know, address, phone number, all, all of that. The whole thing. References. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, then about, a, you know, two weeks later, he comes back into the store, he starts walking around, and he has a backpack. Mm. He opens it up, puts a flashlight in there, a couple oh. other toys... Mm. And tries to leave the store. He <laughs> tried to shoplift from a store that he just tried. Applied for. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So the owner of the store went outside, put him in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob threatened to stab him, so he let him go. Look, Called the cops. There's some jokes there, but we can't go there. <laughs> the cops found him at this hotel down the street. Thankfully, the toys were still in the backpack. Yeah. Unopened. Oh, unopened. Unopened. And he went off to jail. There was also a knife in there, so good thing that the guy released the headlock. Mm -hmm. Because he probably would have stabbed him. Yeah. Wow. Or what if he reached in his bag to try to stab him but grabbed something else? True. (laughs) Stabbing him with a fleshlight. What is a fleshlight? (laughs) You're using it like you know. You're saying it like you don't know what a flashlight is? No. I can't begin to describe this on the radio. Okay, there's a poll out there, and they found that the average guy thinks he's a 5.9 on a scale of 10. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, jokingly, I'm going to tell you I'm a 9 or a 10, but if you really honestly ask me, I'm going to be like a 5, maybe I would probably say the same thing about myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, nobody's really too into themselves there are those people out there yeah there are those people out there that will go to the grave thinking they're a 10 or an 11 and it's like that wasn't the answer we were looking for but i can't imagine like going and looking in the mirror and being like man i'm so fine oh man well you know what my morning is like then if that's what <laughs> i mean when i wake up in the morning and i comb my beard and i oil it and put some stuff in it i'm like you know how lucky that oil is to be able to hang out in my beard all day? Son. No, seriously. There's there's really people out there that do that. They yeah. like walk up to the mirror and just be like, mm, mm, yeah, mm, mm. Man, I look so good. I cannot mm, wait mm, to mm. show everybody. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when I'm standing there naked in the mirror after a shower, I'm like, I don't know why people aren't here trying to take pictures of this. <laughs> Son of a gun. Oh, oh my gosh. I? One to ten scale. Being naked oh. in front of the mirror is like the worst thing ever. Oh, no, that's my best moment. Yeah, don't ever turn How around and mm, don't just, ever turn around and squeeze your like flex your butt cheeks in, why not? in the mirror. Don't that's do that. That's the best part. Are you talking about? Looks like it got hit no. in the butt with a bag of nickels. <laughs> It'll look Let's like go. granny butt. Yeah. Well, no, grandpa butt for me. You would think yeah. like when you flex your butt that it would be like muscular. No, it's not for girls. It's not an attractive thing. What not about like when guys flex their butts? Is it muscle or? Maybe on some, not on mine. (laughs) (laughs) 
It disappears. No, it just—I don't even know. It Where'd it's your like, butt go? It's oh, like I was when flexing you, it. It's kind of like the similar thing to where when you suck on a lemon for your face, you know, and your face like shrinks. Yeah. Up. yeah that's what my butt looks like. Like somebody <laughs> stuck a lemon in. Like it. somebody rubbed preparation H on it yeah. on the outside of it. I don't know. I don't. I've never touched <laughs> that stuff. I have no idea. Oh I don't God. know what preparation H is. Well, it like makes things tighter. <laughs> really? Sometimes women put it on their face, yeah. Shut the to front To get rid door. of bags under their eyes. Are you getting real with me right now? I'm totally serious. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny about that? I gotta see, isn't it like a hemorrhoid cream or something okay, like that? Okay, we're gonna try it out tomorrow. No, we're not. Not on my face. <laughs> you have to go buy it, though. I'm, I'm not, not buying either. Preparation H. I'll go buy it. No doubt okay. about it. You betcha. <laughs> okay, give me some Tampax while you're at it. Oh, yeah, all day. <laughs> Heavy or light flow? What do we have here? <laughs> All right, back to the how people don't think they're attractive. Well, we have a Roadhouse 5 about it. Five signs you're not as attractive as you think. The Roadhouse 5. Okay, number five. When you ask the Sephora employee what you look best in, she says, darkness. <laughs> number four. When you buy condoms and the cashier says, you know these aren't balloons, right? Number three, when you ask your hairdresser to make you look better and she just starts drinking. <laughs> That's weird because mine drinks all the time. What the? Oh. Number two, when you approach a girl, they spill the drink on themselves to just avoid you. <laughs> and finally, number one, five signs you're not as attractive as you think. You always wear tight shirts that show off your chest hair, which is sort of unladylike. <laughs> the Roadhouse. Five. We like to stay up to date on these dating trends. You know, we talked about pocketing and mm-hmm. what was that other one? Hardballing. Hardballing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but oh, now hardball. there's humble bragging. Uh-huh. Humble bragging. Okay. But that comes after pretty privilege. Okay. You're going to have... It means all the stuff that lands in your lap just because you're attractive. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you get free stuff all the time or... Yeah. People hold doors open for you, mm-hmm. do nice things for you, just yeah. because you're you're attractive. Oh, it's, yeah. It's called pretty privilege. Now, humble brag. That's when you brag about all your pretty privileges that you get. Mm-hmm. Man, that's hard to say. Pretty privilege. Pretty privilege. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Uh, I, I've almost pulled a hamstring out trying to race up and open a door for a girl that was pretty. Really? I mean, that's a real thing. And, that, and she didn't even know. I opened it and she just walked on by. Like it was like, duh. She didn't say thank you? Like I thought they were automatic doors or something. She, I think she thinks every door is an automatic door. I don't know. I mean, I've seen it. Haven't you seen it? Where just because of the way people look or their status in life or the way their status looks like, you know, a nicer clothing, man or woman, things just kind of happen. You know, you walk up to a bar, they get served first. And and I've been on both sides of it. One, I've never been the guy that got served first. But like if somebody says, excuse me, and there's like three people at the same time, I'm thinking of a random situation, naturally you just go to the maybe more attractive or the beneficial person, you know? Wow. I've never, no, I don't do that. I I doubt it. I bet you you do it and you don't even know it. Like it's a thing you don't even realize. I I always stuck up for people in school and stuff, so I think Mm -hmm. I'm probably the opposite. I go to the person that looks intimidated just to... Boost them. Open them up a little bit mm-hmm. and relate to them so they're more outgoing. I guess I try to bring that yeah. out of people. Well, and that's what I try to do. That's what I want to do. That's my goal. But even like uh, it's not so much about their attractiveness, like if they're better looking or not. It's 
the approachableness maybe is more what I'm thinking of. Like, are they approachable? If I go approach this person, am I going to be one? Do they look like they're just annoyed by my presence or anybody's presence, not just me? Or two, do they want to be approached? Do they have that look? And that's something I don't think I judge. Like, I don't have, I don't stop and go, hmm, what is this person thinking? It's more like a, it just happens. I almost feel bad too because I've known some really good looking people in my life who struggle later in life because everything was just kind of handed or given to them. Yes. And it, was hard, and it wasn't even their fault. It wasn't like they asked for it or wanted it. It just mm-hmm. kind of happened. All of a sudden, they find themselves in a promotion at work or this or that's easier, you know, because it's just kind of because of who they are. You know, they're prettier or and a man or woman. It's not a woman thing. It's just you just see it. Mm-hmm. And it's like you feel bad kind of yeah. because it's hard for, for them too. They never learned how to work for something. Right. And then they get to a point where they have to and they're like, where's my handout? See, that's where you got to you got to find a sugar daddy. That's what I'm looking for. A lot of people have been in these situations where they're just desperate to find a restroom somewhere. Mhm. Mhm. Like you just cannot hold it any longer. Like hmm. your eyes are watering, you're red, you're sweating. You just got to find a place. Mm-hmm. Well, on Reddit, this woman shared a story about this happening to her in her home. And so she went and used the restroom in the litter box. <laughs> we're talking We're talking number one here. She's diabetic. She's on these medications mm-hmm. and it makes her urinate a lot. Okay. So enough. she urinated in the litter box and mm. then used the kitchen towel to wipe. Oh, boy. You know, that's bad for a lot of reasons. One, you're putting a who-knows-what-they-did kitchen towel on your downtown Bonanza, which is kind of gross. But then you're also putting your downtown Bonanza on the kitchen towel. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where was the litter box? I don't know. I mean, most people, like, keep their litter box down in the laundry room, right? Or something like that. Yeah. So then, in turn, the kitchen towel was down there, probably about to get washed. What Could have salmonella. Who knows what was going on? The question I had was... Did she bury it or did she leave it in there? That's a big, they're going to go to clean that litter box, you know, scoop out the clumps. Holy cow, look at this clump. It takes up the whole litter box. That's a lot. Which, <laughs> I mean, if you got to go, thank you for using the litter box because there's other options. There's a drain, you know, in the laundry room. You could pee in a sink, uh, go outside. I think I've peed in a sink before. Oh, yeah. I've done it. I've done it sometimes just out of fun. But it's like, why? as a guy, I can just go off the deck. You know what I mean? I can stand there and pretend like I'm looking at the sky. And nobody knows what I'm doing. And it's fine. But her, a girl, boyfriend, her boyfriend thought it was, quote, revolting. And didn't hmm. talk to her the rest of the evening. And I wonder how many people are going to go home and pee in their litter box right now. Because <laughs> they're like, hmm, I wonder what that's like. Well, it cut down on her water bill. You know what I mean? If you if you find your kids are flushing the toilet too often, tell them to pee in the litter box. Just scoop it out and throw it away. You know? It'll save. If the zombie apocalypse happens and we lose our plumbing, mm-hmm. litter boxes could save us. Yeah. You know, honestly, I'll go number one outside. Number two, maybe save that for the litter box. Just don't forget to bury it. And instead of like... Like wives being upset with their husbands for getting, you know, pee mm-hmm. on the floor, the seat. They're going to be like, honey, you got litter all over the floor again. Were you a Lego kid growing I up? I mean, I can't say it was like a huge part of my life, but yes, of course I had Legos. I play Legos with my son all the time. We get those little yeah. kits. 
So, but I was more of like a freelance Legoer. Like I would just take the kit, even though it was for something, I would build my own thing. I wasn't much for following instructions. Freelance, build something myself. That's that's just what I did. Now, Lego, they are coming up with more anatomically correct parts for their Lego parts. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, they recently introduced a majestic tiger, okay? Okay, okay. I'm going to try to explain this to you the, the best I can. And the majestic tiger has all of his parts. Oh, really? Well, not all. Oh, so he doesn't have the beanbag and the pen 15? I think they're slowly, you know, starting to add in the details. Oh. What I thought was a belly button. Oh, turned out to be a circular pink piece that fits underneath its tail. <laughs> the south end of a northbound tiger? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. The specific part is also used for flowers, among other things. You know, <laughs> it comes in the kit, oh, yeah. but then you can build other things with it, too. It's kind of oh, cool. Hmm. Kind of unnecessary and kind of hilarious at the same time. Is it a scratch and sniff, or is it I'd... just... No, it's not a scratch and sniff. That's really gross, Brandon. <laughs> well, if it's on the flower, it might smell good, but then you put it on the tiger and you're like, cat scratch fever. Okay. It's kind of funny, like, picturing a kid, like, searching through all the, trying to find that little pink rosebud right. to put on the majestic and tiger. Trying to put it on the belly. And yeah. it's like, hey, Mom, this won't fit on the belly, and isn't it a belly button? And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Just Junior. Think, like, because I do these with my son, like, oh, we got to find, you know, the little blue piece or mm-hmm. look for this little piece. How now, do you say look for the anus? <laughs> look for the little butthole. <laughs> Mommy, what's this? It's what's a, the butthole? It's a pink rosebud. It's a belly button. What if the kid, like, doesn't put it in the right spot and, like, thinks it's like a mouth? That would be bad. <laughs> As a child freelancing Legos, that's probably what I would have done. Well, normally, as a cat walks by, it's yeah. that part right there. I mean, mm-hmm. It's a belly button. Yeah, put some lipstick on it. How would you put lipstick remember on that? a belly button? Don't you remember that? That dude that made that video, he put lipstick on the cat just to see where the oh, cat's yes. butt touched everywhere. And then there was lipstick like on the back of the couch. There was lipstick on the... Oh, it's so gross. And the cat's just sitting around, you know what I mean? Just meowing. It's this tiger, you know? <laughs> Well, we all know that French fries were not invented by France. Oh, yeah. Thomas Jefferson actually invented the French fries. Well, there's a light bulb. He was actually in France when he did it, but... Oh, oh, I get it. So then that's why you make the French fries. He's an American foodie. Oh, yeah. But now they are saying in uh, North Korea Mm -hmm. that Kim Jong-un's dad Uh invented the burrito. Huh. Wow. I don't believe this at all. (laughs) In a country where with food shortages yeah. and hunger, well, does that seem like a place that would create a burrito? Maybe, because honestly, you can make anything. Like It's kind of like burritos are kind of like pizza, right? Where you could make anything a burrito. You just call it a burrito. Peanut butter and jelly wrap. It's a burrito. You could put meat in it, meat and cheese. It's a burrito. You know, like it's just like a tortilla wrapped with whatever you want inside of it. Right? I don't think Kim Jong-un's dad invented a burrito. No, I highly doubt that. He said they were called wheat wraps. Uh-huh. So you invented the wheat wrap, is I, what you're saying. I don't think so. I think they invented obesity and maybe bad haircuts. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so sorry. I researched where burritos came from. I came across in 1910 Juan Mendez. It says he was selling tacos in a street stand and he would wrap them in tortillas to keep the food warm. And then he would put it on his donkey and transport it. Hence. And it, and it ended up uh, being Burros. a good thing. Burritos. And then, even before that, as early as 10,000 BC, they used corn tortillas to wrap foods to keep their food warm. Oh, yeah. And, and Kim Jong-un's dad was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was his idea. So was Joe Biden. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's your dummy of the day. What would you do if you boarded a plane, Brandon? Mm-hmm. And you sat down, and you know how you can see between the seats sometimes? Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. see what the people in front of you are doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if you saw this? Somebody just posted a picture of this on social media. Okay. This woman was texting, and so the person behind her was reading the text. You could see right through that crack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the text said, we have COVID. Shh. That's why we're returning home a day early. <laughs> what wow. if you saw that? I, I, I mean, I don't know. One... Personally, I usually don't look at other people's screens to see what they're typing because I don't care. I'd probably do it. I don't want to know. But if I did see it, I'd probably just be like, eh, still clear of those people, you know, and I might say something to the people I'm with, but I'm not sure as if I would be like, attention, please. You wouldn't yeah. pull, pull your Karen card out? No, I wouldn't. Because one, I don't like confrontation. And what if they're just explaining something? I don't know the context of said text. You know what I mean? What if they're like, can you believe so-and-so said this? We have COVID. That's why we're coming home a day early. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you just happen to catch that part of the conversation. I don't know. Maybe she was just messing with, like she knew that person was reading the text messages. Oh, yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm going to get this. Watch this. Yeah. Watch this. Oh, yeah. And then what if she, yeah, like. Oh, these people I'm sitting in front of, absolutely horrid. Yeah. She is so ugly. Yeah, she could just, just like, <laughs> just keep it going. Oh, man, this chick behind me smells like the bottom of a dumpster. Yeah. Remember that fish market we were at in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, that's her feet. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. But remember that time we ate a tuna fish sandwich from Grandma and the tuna fish was bad? Yeah, that's her breath. <laughs> she kind of looks like Carrot Top. Yeah, she looks like Carrot Top had two ugly babies, and it's one of them. Did you guys put up holiday decorations this year? The tree in the house. Well, the wife stuck up crap all over the house, like on the front door, on the windows. It's like, come on, man. Come on, get in the holiday spirit. So we just got a new fridge, right? And on the old fridge was like a snowman and all this other crap. And she was trying to put it on the new one. I'm like, get it out of here. (laughs) Magnets and crap. Come on. So you still have your holiday decorations up? No, they all went down. Like, the tree went down last week, and the rest of the decorations kind of went down this last weekend, but 90% of them were gone a week ago. Okay. I took mine down the day after Christmas this year. Wow. I was just ready for it to be done. Ogre achiever. But it's probably time for people to have their decorations put away, wouldn't you think? I would say so, I guess. I mean, what are you waiting for? I don't know, but I have some neighbors across the street, like... Off to caddy, you know, they call it caddy wampus. Caddy off to the caddy wampus area, yeah. And they're always on top of everything. Yeah, like, they'll have that stuff knocked down. Like they're getting their Valentine stuff out now. Oh yeah. I'm kind of worried because they still have like their projector, putting like the snowman and Santa Claus oh. thing on their. Oh no. 
on their garage door, and they're always like, like on top of everything. So Santa's I'm wondering if they're okay. I, I wonder if I need to go over there and check on them. Maybe you should. I I, I do think it's time because what are we waiting for? It's January. You don't really want to decorate for Valentine's Day till closer to February. It might be a little premature. And do you really even decorate for Valentine's Day? No. I mean, compared to Christmas, right? It's not. I mean, maybe put a heart on the door or something. <laughs> Seriously, like a week after Christmas, I mean, that's enough. At yeah. least, like after the New Year's over, start pulling it down. At New least Year. unplug it. Yeah, at least unplug them. You know, yeah, we come still on. have our lights up outside because my yeah. stepson needs to come over and help us because we're old. But at least they're unplugged. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, hey, look, leave them up all year. I don't care. No. Unplug them. Unplug them. We don't need to be celebrating Christmas all year. I like the look and everything, but settle down. Santa Claus ain't coming for a while. I did see a little bit of that in my neighborhood. Some people didn't take them down from last year and maybe even the year before. And they just plug them right back in. And they still work. Oh, yeah. You just repair the bulbs that are bad and just leave them up. Why not? I don't even know if they had to do that. Like, yeah, lucky. would they really make time to do that if they didn't take them down? Oh, yeah, because, I mean, that's you're only doing 10% of the work for 100% of the effect. You just got to go up and check the bulbs. If they're bad, don't you replace a bulb, boom, the whole light works, everybody's good. The thing is, is how well did they mount them that all the winds and the storms yeah. that we had and they still stand? The hail? Yeah, the hail. That's all. If I ever put up lights, they're going to be in their forever home. Okay, until somebody comes and like replaces my soffit and gutter and shingles, they're just gonna stay there. I want to know who has their Christmas tree still up. Send yeah. us a picture, text it to us. Yeah, you still got your tree up. That is a little extreme. I think leaving your tree in the living room until next Christmas is a little excessive. We have a coworker that does that, and she just decorates it for each holiday. Oh, that's right. She said that. I forgot all about it. Like, there's hearts on it now and chocolate candies uh-huh. for Valentine's. And then all of a sudden, it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Left my tree up for me and I. Flipping off a robot doesn't sound very satisfying, but no. the next person who cuts you off in traffic might just not be a person at all. Oh, really? Because Tesla's latest full self-driving car has an option called assertive driving. Oh, really? And it basically sounds like you can choose to let your car drive like a big jerk. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. (laughs) Big cities. It's got three profile options. Chill, average, and assertive driving. (laughs) And there's a summary under assertive that talks about what it does. It says assertive option shortens your follow distance, so tailgating is Mm. an option. It also does more frequent lane changes, so like weaving in and out of traffic. And uh, it stays in the fast lane more often, even if you're not passing anyone. (laughs) (laughs) And allows for, quote, rolling stops. Wow. That last one's getting the most attention because it sounds like it's rolling through stop signs, like breaking the law, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's illegal. More of the California stop, as they call it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody that has a Tesla to test these things. There's a quite a few in town, actually. I've seen them quite a bit. So maybe if you're listening, you drive a Tesla, let's, let's, uh, can we go cruise with you in assertive mode? I wonder if they're going to come up with another one called road rage mode. Yeah, road rage. <laughs> and then, like, maybe the, the old person mode with the blinker on all the time. Yeah, it's constantly got the blinker and drive like it's Sunday mode. I'm <laughs> like, nowhere to go fast here, folks. Nowhere to go fast. Got a little robotic arm waving at everybody. <laughs>
I've been practicing this for 20 years. The antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. A lot of you, this sounds crazy. This has been around for centuries. We've got documented, published papers on urine. We do. We have this. Urine? Yes, that's right. He says, skip the booster. Drink your urine. Huh. You want to try it? Um, I mean, I guess. Well, Bear Grylls does it. I mean, it cures <laughs> athletes' feet when you pee on yourself in the shower, so I mean, why not? Hey, jellyfish stings, yeah. urine. Hello, urine. <laughs> this guy's name is Christopher Key, and he won't stop claiming the newest thing to cure COVID mm-hmm. is drinking your own urine. I think what was weird is he called it urine therapy. Yes. As right. opposed to this is a thing. drinking your pee. Apparently, he's been drinking his pee for 23 years. Wow. To cure various ailments. You know, you got a lot of other beverages you could be drinking. Does it specify in there? Is it your own? Or is it like everybody just bottles it like family, same bottle, and you just grab a little potion on your way out the door? I don't think it's safe to drink other people's pee. Are you I mixing think it's it with okay to drink vinegar? your own? I mean, it is okay for a couple of times. I think uh, survival skill, I think it's three times, then it starts becoming not good. It's essentially your first time. It's just like a Gatorade without, you know, flavor. Isn't it like drinking stomach bile? Oh, that's it's totally it, different. Oh, oh, stomach bile. Just gross. thinking about it, I want to throw up. Urine. I could give you a glass of chilled urine, and you wouldn't even know. You'd be like, "This is some pretty lame tasting lemonade." Urine therapy. What do you? What else do you think it's good for? Probably put some on your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Gets rid of wrinkles or something. Why not? When he says urine therapy, I envision it like as you could have it in all sorts. Of, I'm putting it in my beard. It's called urine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like sometimes when you go to the barber or anywhere, like the man salon even, and they put like that hot, steamy cloth on your face. It's just a urine cloth. They just It's called urine therapy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gross. Are they going to start putting urine and toothpaste and stuff like oh, that? yeah. Make your teeth whiter. Why not? Rinse Instead of rinsing your mouth with some good old mouthwash, it's urine therapy. So I'm, I'm just curious because I have this vision in my head of people that drink their own urine. How do they collect it? Do they like squat in a bucket and then pour it in a nice I guess Chardonnay a, glass? As a girl, yeah. They get the, the little the wee attachment thing. You know, for girls, it's like a funnel or whatever. And then they just put it in a bottle because you got to keep it sanitary. You can't. It's very sanitary when it comes out of the body, but as soon as it touches something else, it, you know, unnaturally will pick up whatever germs. So you got to get it straight from huh to huh. Let's right look this clean. up. How okay. to drink your own urine. I'm get, I mean, guys can just lay on their back and get the angle right. <laughs> like a fountain? <laughs> yeah. Like oh. A fountain. <laughs> Instead of drinking fountains, we're going to, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Taking turns, guys. That's so gross. Oh, my God. Oh, I just found a very disturbing website. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you Googled it on a company computer. <laughs> the Complete Urine Drinker's Cocktail Guide. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You put a lot of things in there. Ads. Hey, if you have oh, some of those. Oh, listen to this. Virgin Boy Wee Eggs. Do you like your eggs fried? Perhaps you prefer them scrambled? Why not have them cooked in the urine of young boys? That is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I fell down a deep rabbit hole here. Um, Solar know, Energy Urine Beer. The FBI is going to come walking in here pretty quick and grab you. <laughs> And it'll be the Roadhouse with Brandon because Amy gone. Famous urine drinkers from athletes to film stars. Famous? There's a whole range of famous faces. Juan Manuel Marquez. He's nope. a Mexican boxer. I Bear Grylls. Sarah okay. Miles. Okay. Don't, uh, Madonna drinks her urine? I bet I would. <gasps> I mean, if I, was, if I was, you know, with Madonna, yeah. And her cone bra. Maybe that's what the cone bras are for. They're it's actually drinking cups. <laughs> They're funnels. One time as a child, we... Uh, 
we were picking on a kid, and we we all took turns peeing in this cup and put it in the fridge and let it chill off and gave it to him as lemonade mixed with lemonade, and he drank it. And then we didn't know what to say because he didn't didn't seem to phase him. He just drank it, and we were all disgusted. Oh. And then we he was drinking out of the same cup we were, and then there was a moment where we panicked. We weren't sure who actually was drinking the urine cup. We were pretty sure it was him. What if it was one of us, but it was all mixed with lemonade? What if it just tasted like lemonade? We were young. That's we were like disgusting. <laughs> Did you know there's a drink called a yellow Russian? Yeah, no. Urine, coffee syrup, cream, milk, chocolate powder, and coffee beans. But and why? then there's pee and tonic. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can oh. mix It's a liquid. You can mix it with anything, but shoot. Why? <laughs> this one's called Buck's Piss. No, it's not. It's champagne, orange juice, and fresh urine. Oh, Yuck. I'm done. I'm off of this website. I'll just catch COVID. I don't want to drink my pee. <laughs> Okay, so yesterday we put up a post that said, you know, what are some lies you that your parents used to tell you as a kid that you tell your kids today? Mm-hmm. And some of the comments we got are so funny. Yeah, they're good ones. <laughs> they're good ones. They're very common with what my parents said, but maybe a little bit different, maybe a little funnier. Is there anything that's not on there that maybe you experienced? I remember one, if you make a funny face and somebody hits you on the back, your face is going to stick like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Hit you on the back. Yeah. The funny face thing, if you keep making that face, it's going to stick like that. Are you going to get wrinkles? Yeah, was was a thing. I can definitely remember that. The one that's on here is I'll give you something to cry about. My parents would always use that line. Then I would push it like, oh, yeah, give me something to cry about. And, and for the longest time, I didn't think they would. I thought it was just a threat. And then they did. That's how I got the scar on my cheek. Whatever. No, my mom backhanded me. That's her wedding ring. <laughs> I mean, it's like. What scar? Abusive. He's right making here. it up. Bit, it looks like it right here on my cheek. <laughs> Can't make that stuff up. My mom's mean to me. Well, do you have the comments open? I do. I, I do. I like the, the one about the ice cream truck. Can you read that one? When the ice cream truck plays music, it means he is empty. There's no ice cream kids. The music is on. Why didn't I think of that? that I got to use that one. one. That was a really good one. Yep. Uh, the safety meeting one. Y'all go play outside. Mama and daddy going to have a safety meeting. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> That's the best. My parents wouldn't say that. I think they would just talk me into going outside, and they wouldn't say they're having a meeting. They'd just go play outside. I mean, God, it's so nice out. Just be outside. and Who knows? I just All right. You're right. I am going to go play outside. You're very right. I am going to go do that. <laughs> couple hours later, come back. Why are you sweating, Dad? You were working in the garden, or what's going on? Did you ever walk in on your parents? Oh, no, no yeah. <laughs> you're still, you're still embarrassed. I don't. It's so it sucked. You know, it's that's not a fun thing. Oh, you know? I did it once. Your mom's fine. I was just checking to make sure she was okay. Yeah, sure, Dad. <laughs> the part where it's illegal to leave your lights on inside the car. Yeah. Like I remember my parents saying. A couple that. people put. I that. still use it. Because I'm not 100% convinced it's not illegal. Why? Yeah, it's hard to see. The stork is coming and we're having a baby. <laughs> like the stork is yeah. delivering the baby. If you swallow watermelon seeds in your stomach, it's going to yes. grow watermelon. Yes. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. That's why they come Any up with seedless seed. watermelons. Duh. Yeah, keep them coming. These are great. Use our open mic. You can use the text line or keep them on Facebook. Things your parents lied to you about that you lie to your children about today. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. I don't know what this guy was thinking, but he really wanted some bleachers. Maybe Santa didn't bring him the bleachers that he asked for. What would one do with bleachers? (laughs) All he wanted was a set of metal bleachers. Wow. Mm. 
he pulled up to these tennis courts, okay? Mm-hmm. He hooked one of them to the trunk of his car and dragged it down the street because he wanted it. Well. There's a photo of this. There's five rows on these bleachers. Okay. They're pretty big. Yeah. It could seat about 20 people, probably. Yeah. This all happened in broad daylight, by the way. Cop pulled him over, of course, because you're not going to get away with pulling bleachers behind your car. I'm sorry. It'll look a little weird. There's yeah. probably, like, flames going everywhere, oh, sparks. Yeah. sparks, yeah. So yeah. why would he want bleachers? It doesn't say why he wanted the bleachers. What do you think he's doing? Maybe he's got, like, a big tournament at his house, like a cornhole tournament. Maybe he does dog fighting, cock fighting, you know, the bird. You know, maybe he's uh, having a big bonfire. He wants to make sure everybody has a place to sit. I, I'm really reaching. I don't know why one would want bleachers at his house. Maybe he wants to get in shape. Maybe he wants to run the bleachers. But there are only five steps. Yeah, but I mean, you could still do it. Yeah, I suppose you could. I'm just, I don't, maybe his house is on the parade route. So every year he wants to sell tickets to sit on the bleachers to watch the parade. I have no idea. <laughs> Starting you know? the Highland Games up in his backyard. Yeah, exactly. He's doing some sort of event that he's like, well, I got to have a place for people to sit. I'm just going to go steal it from the park. Maybe he wants to put on a play or some kind of puppet show. Right. Yes. He's going to make like a weird backyard Disneyland kind of situation. Puppet shows, fighting, maybe he... Maybe he's doing backyard fist fights, you know, whatever. I don't know. What are bleachers made of? Maybe he wanted to recycle them for the money. Yeah, yeah, maybe exactly that. Some of them are aluminum. Uh, some of them are wood. Some of them, <laughs> I'm, and for some reason, I'm envisioning him dragging this bleacher <laughs> behind like a 94 Geo Metro. And just, it's like tied up with baling twine and he's just dragging it. You know, that's, I don't know what he's driving. Well, here's the picture. Oh, okay. No, he had a Crown Royal or a Crown Vic. That's great. Yep. <laughs> Ford Crown Vic. Oh, I figured it out. Have you ever seen Trailer Park Boys? No, I haven't show? actually. So this looks like this guy's watched too much Trailer Park Boys and somebody's getting married. And so he's happened to put on a wedding in the backyard. And that car totally looks like one of the cars that could be on Trailer Park Boys. I guarantee you that he's dragging it back to the backside of the trailer where they're going to have a wedding for probably his daughter or maybe himself. Um, maybe marrying his daughter. doesn't matter. But it, it that's what the bleachers are for. They're having a wedding in their backyard at the trailer park. Wow. That's what it is. I want to be invited just to see. I kind of want to go too. Okay, dream job alert. There's a reality TV star from 90 Day Fiance. I love that show. Oh, no. And she's made over $200,000 selling her farts in a jar on the internet. What in the world? (laughs) I'm guessing she didn't get married on the 90 Day Fiance. No. And other celebrities will probably soon be selling their farts, too. What is happening? I don't know. You could go to work, but why work when you could sell your farts online? But we're going to need some industry experts here. I mean, who's going to judge the best farts? We need some fart experts. But, I mean, I guess if you get enough together, you know, what kind do you want? Do you want, like, the rotten egg? Do you want, like, the dingy laundry smell? There's, you know, a turtle head poking, and I slipped (laughs) it into the jar, you know? Who are we going to ask these questions to? Maybe you know, maybe this girl, Stephanie Motto, maybe she mm-hmm. could be the expert since she's starting this. You know, she went to the hospital to talk to doctors because she is an excessive windbreaker. Oh, boy. And they, they told her that these farts are taking a toll on her body. Well, what? Really? Mm-hmm. 
Man, I seen a video on TikTok, and I don't know if it was her. It might have been because I don't know this person. But she, like, prepared. She ate food purposely to make her gassy to do this, to fart in some, you know, her grandma probably used to use those jars to can vegetables. Oh, gross. And now she's doing this. You know what I mean? You know, how we've all got grandparents that have the jars hanging out with the lids that seal and everything. And, oh, it's time to start doing some canning. You know, that kind of thing. And this girl's like, oh, it's time to start doing some canning. Some of these farts may have, you know, some crossover smells like some pickle or maybe some jams. (laughs) There was pickled eggs in this one, I'm certain. (laughs) What? I mean, is there an expiration date? Like, is there a... A born on date? Do you write that on there? Is there calories? Yeah, do, do you... these farts expire? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, hey, must be opened in two weeks or, you know. I wonder if, the, can you really put a fart in a jar? I honestly have never tried. Don't want to. I'll be 100% honest. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. I don't want to do that <laughs> to anyone. Here, I I put it in this jar. Can you open it in about a week and tell me if it's still there? <laughs> well, if you go to our latest TikTok video. Mm-hmm. You might see somebody in the video that might be really good at this job. Yeah, it wasn't me. I'll tell it you that. It wasn't me. <laughs> whoever smelt it, dealt it. Uh-uh. It's whoever made the rhyme committed the crime. So being that I'm on a show with a touring musician, Brandon Jones, he's always gone. And with him being gone the rest of the week, you know, I might as well make that part of the show, right? Should I... Should I give him a call and see where they're at? I know they're driving right now, so we could have some fun with this. How about we give him a call? Yellow. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Good. Where are you guys at? Uh, we are Fort Collins, Colorado, getting closer to Denver. Nice. Who's all in the car with you? I've got Mr. Mike Grossick, Clayton Ryan, and Tom Freer. Wow. Are you guys playing any games like I Spy or the Alphabet Game? Uh-uh. No, you... We're watching Between between the Ferns. Oh, you're watching a movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bet- I mean, I'm not. I'm driving. But mostly everybody else is. Oh, something just fell out of a guy's pickup. Oh, it's just a bag of chips. You're good. Speaking of chips, what kind of snacks do you guys have? I have sunflower seeds and water. Mike was eating a sandwich. It looked like a wrap with lettuce and meat of some kind. And nobody else is really eating anything. They're, oh. they kind of battle anorexia with the sore subject. <laughs> Does everybody get along? Have you guys had any arguments in the car today? Uh-oh. Uh, no, not today. And we usually don't. Wow. Have any arguments in the car. That's good that you guys. Do pretty good. That's good that you guys love each other. Yep, we do. We love each other. We're best friends. Sometimes we even hold hands when we travel. Well, that's good. Do you make a lot of pit stops? Do people not use the restroom at the same time and they get mad at them? And you're like, you're gonna have to hold it till the next stop. Nope. Everybody in this band is trained to have a trucker bladder. <laughs> so it's like we left rapid and didn't stop until Cheyenne to pee, and then now our next stop. And that's it. Very good. How how much longer do you have to drive? A little over an hour, maybe an hour or so. Okay. Getting about 17 miles to the gallon in the old excursion. Pulling, We're pulling a little trailer of Mike Grossi. So what are you going to do when you get there? Load in, sound check, and then we're going to go over to the band house, get moved in, 
probably get a bite to eat and then go to the show. Wow, the life of a musician. Everybody thought it was wild and crazy, but that's that's it, huh? Yeah, this is pretty <laughs> much the, this is it. Car rides, veggie wraps, and sunflower seeds, water, barely any road beers. There's barely any whiskey involved. I'm proud of you guys. You guys have a safe rest of the trip, and I guess we'll try to talk to you tomorrow. Sounds fair. We'll have a good rest of the drive. We love you guys. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Okay, D-Ray. All right. Brandon and I were talking about this yesterday, drinking your urine. There's a doctor (laughs) claiming that if you drink your urine, you can fight off COVID. (laughs) Now, I want to know if you would drink your urine because people have been drinking their urine for years. We talked about Bear Grylls. We talked about Madonna. Okay, I would would only drink other people's urine. How about that? Does that work? Okay, let me go get a cup. <laughs> no, not. Oh, man, the look, the look on Amy's face was priceless. Absolutely priceless. No, and I'm not going to. I'm speechless, actually. No, I'm not going to drink. No, no. What are you kidding me? Absolutely not. And besides, when they sit there and talk about Bear Grylls drinking his own urine, he doesn't. It's not like he pees in a cup and cheers, that sort of thing, right? No, 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 no. He distills it. Have you ever seen actually what happens to Survive? And I think Survivor Man does the same thing. He sets up like a distilling thing where it uh, the condensation off of it is water. I don't know what's more disturbing, drinking your pee or that the fact that you researched this. Well, I watched the show, and it, I just happened to have – there was just one of those episodes, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. He's not really – they're not really doing that. They're distilling it. Did you see the one with Will Ferrell when he was on the show with him? He's like, so when do we get to drink our pee? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the so thing. So we know Will Ferrell would do it. <laughs> He he probably does it daily. So would you drink your own urine? Well, I mean, if I had to, I mean, if it was like a matter of life or death, but not recreationally, not just, you know, oh, well, it's happy hour. (laughs) If we were to dare you, tomorrow, wake up and drink your pee, would you do it? No. But what if you could get out of something? Like, what is something that you have to do sometimes that you hate that you could get out of if you drank your urine? Paying taxes? No. Um, Wow. I can't even think of No, I don't think there's anything really that would make me, you know, have a big old cup of, yeah, you know. Like uh, the having best to- <laughs> part of waking up. What? What about like wiping somebody else's behind? What? Could you if what you do could you get guys out of- talk about on this show, really? <laughs> you could drink urine to get out of doing that, would you do it? <laughs> that's like, you know, that's like prisoner dilemma. Seriously, I mean, it's like you want to be shot or hung. I don't know. I just- if, if you had the choice to eat a, a dog turd and drink your own urine, which one would you do? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> I'd mix them together into a stew. The Bachelor. Yes. I watch it. Ugh, don't watch it. So Wish sorry. I wouldn't watch it, but I keep watching. Yeah. The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. We watch it all, and we look forward to it. And then when I'm watching it, I'm like, this is so disgusting. Why? Why do you watch? I don't know. I think for the drama. I love do you not other have people's enough drama. Dr- okay, is it one of those things where it makes you feel better about yourself if you see other people? My family doesn't have any drama. Okay. My husband and I don't fight. Oh. Nobody in my family argues. Or just one big happy family. And then I hear about other people's drama, and I'm like, tell me more. I'm like living through other people. I think that's why I like it. Okay. All right. That's fair. Absolutely. Why don't you watch it? Because I'm just, honestly, 
Because my ego is such, I think I'm just too smart for shows like that. <laughs> You're a mass singer type of guy, I can see. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. oh, I hate those. You know what they ought to do? They have like the mass singer and they have uh, the Avatar one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that oh. one. You know, they need to just cut to the chase and do a show called Too Ugly to Be Famous, <laughs> where you have like really f- people who are really good singers, but they're so unfortunate looking yeah. that they could never be famous and just call it Too Ugly to Be Famous. They give a the best person who's the best performer, <laughs> but also that they're so atrocious, they're so freak show esque that it's like, nah, you'll never, never be famous. I mean, no, too ugly to be famous I on Fox. I don't understand the masked things. I like the masked singer, but the masked dancer, I mean, come on. Yeah. Again, too ugly to be famous. Are they going to come I, out with masked chef next? <laughs> well, aren't we all supposed to be masked right now? The masked comedian? Are you going to be on that show? They had a guy. Remember the unknown comic? No. There was a guy. He was on. He was on the Gong, the original Gong Show a lot. And actually, he was a comedian. Went on. He, he had his performance. He put a paper bag on his head and told really bad, like dad joke one liners. And he was called the unknown comic. And he became this phenomenon in the seventies. I remember as a kid, he was so funny because he would dance around. He was like a really bad, sticky sort of, again, like dad joke type, type comic. And he wore a paper bag, like a paper bag with eyes cut out in it. That was, and a mouth hole cut out in it. <laughs> and he was called the unknown comic. It was fantastic. That is kind of clever. It was very clever. I, I would probably watch The Masked Comedian. Mask. Why? Same thing. Same thing. You're uh, talking about same thing. Exactly. It's been done. Sorry. You know, 70s called. So there we go. We talked nothing about The Bachelor like <laughs> no, we had planned. Did. Exactly. That that kind of went tangential. Yeah. <laughs> went, okay. People are waiting on the edge of their seats. All of a sudden, it's like shiny. Huh? Well, more coming up next. So, D. Ray, you yeah. being a comedian, yes. what are your thoughts on Bob Saget passing away? Oh, it's sad. Uh, a lot of comics die young. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with the lifestyle of being a road comic. But what's interesting about Bob Saget, because from what I understand, he died of a heart attack. All the yeah, signs I read are that, that, last he, night. that he died of a heart attack. Well, they think, they believe. Yeah, they think, yeah. And he's 65 years old. That's young, but not unusual. But it does happen a lot of times, especially for road comics. Guys are on the road constantly because it's not a healthy lifestyle. Okay, you're going from city to city. You're not eating healthily. Yeah, he did show up at his hotel room at 2 in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, he w- he had a show in Jacksonville, and he was down in Orlando for his next show. So I don't know if he was driving himself or how that was yeah, wor- didn't say. how it was working. But you're on the road. Again, not a healthy lifestyle. Some guys would work out and things like that, but let's face it, most of them didn't or, or don't. And there was actually a time about uh, maybe seven, eight years ago where there was a whole boatload of road comics that you know work the road all over the country, travel around, that were dropping dead. Really? Yeah, it was really weird. All in like their er- late forties, early fifties. And because, that was because of drugs or no, 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 no. That's what I mean. There are those, of course, right? Yeah, Bob Saget was clean, but he was completely clean. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the lifestyle. He had some ibuprofen in his room. Yeah. He. I mean, it's just a lot for a lot of guys. It's just the lifestyle. It's so tough. Just because it's go go go, Is go that what go you go, mean by that? and that you're not you're not eating right. Sometimes you're drinking too much. You know, you're just it's not a healthy lifestyle. There's a lot of a lot of stress. I mean, comedians are psychologically a little weird. I include myself in. It. I mean, there's a lot of stress involved. Yeah, with that. you're pretty weird. Thanks, but I mean, there is there's a lot of stress involved in it as well. But one thing I will say about Bob Saget is that the guy had an awesome reputation. I never worked with him, but people I know who did always spoke very highly of him. And what was interesting about Bob Saget is that he had this image, this squeaky clean image from Full House, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and but on stage doing his stand-up, he was really dirty. Really? Did you ever see him? No, no, no. I never saw him. But I know that people would say what was funny, you talk to club owners, for example, say, oh, we're bringing in Bob Saget. But they had to tell audience people before they got in there, wait a second, they had to put like, not, I guess, like, like almost like a rating or a warning on there because people who are fans of Full House would yeah. go in there to see, you know, Bob Saget from the TV show and they would be stunned. Or America's Funniest Home Video. Oh, exactly. They would be stunned how yeah. dirty this guy was. It's not was. a family night. It, it, it's <laughs> definitely not a family night. Come His... on, kids. Let's go see Bob Saget. It's exactly. not like that. Exactly. You do not bring <laughs> the kids. Yeah. Because it really, you know, it's, it's a very different sort of thing. And, uh, it was, it's really sad because, like, his last uh, tweets and messages that he's putting out there is that I think he just got back on the road again. And so he was like, man, I really love this again. This is so great, you know. And it looked, and that's, to me, the tragic part about it is that it looks like he's getting back on the road and he was really, really enjoying himself. And then this unfortunately happened. Very, very unfortunate. Many comedians out there are mourning the loss of Bob Saget, and that includes Jimmy Kimmel. If you read anything about Bob online last night, if you saw any of the many thoughts from people who knew him personally, a word that came up a lot was uh, the sweetest. And uh, Bob was the sweetest. He was the sweetest man. Um, And the reason people wrote that is because it's true. Never imagined that four and a half years later, we'd be talking about I'm sorry I taped this like 14 times and I, I, I just... So last night I was going through emails uh, with Bob and some of them were just funny, but some were very serious emails about life and uh, the well-being of, of our children and how hard it is to appreciate one of those without the other being just right. He was so funny and I'm not talking about Full House or America's Funniest Home Videos or stand-up comedy or movies. I mean funny for real. Like when you walked into a party, you saw Bob and his wife Kelly in, in the corner, you go straight to them and stay for as long as you could because he had something funny to say about everything. In one email, we're talking about our kids, and I have it here. He wrote, One night soon, let's go out and have some meat and some good damn drinks and talk about how lucky we are that we have them. Okay, so back to The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were going to talk about this. Yeah, and then we got off course. Yeah, of course. It's disgusting because they're always kissing everybody. And all I can think about is mouth herpes the whole time I'm watching it. Okay. And then just like the slobber sounds. It wasn't there before, and now I think they're they're putting a microphone near the kissing, so it's like... (laughs) It's so gross. Oh man! Oh, it's like it's like someone who's a loud chewer, someone who eats like. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Both my husband and I are just we're like, oh my gosh, turn the sound off. I want. I wonder if that's on purpose. I I don't know, but they need to stop. I mean, what if they have a director that goes, cut, 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 cut? No, 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 no. <laughs> I need more slipping on the kissing. More slipping. Come on. Come on, just force that tongue in there. Come on, just slurp this up. Come on, let's just, I want some saliva. No? The poor bachelor's mouth after <laughs> kissing all these people. If that guy exists. <laughs> exactly. Do they test these people? 
before the show, you think? I think they do. Honestly, oh, I, I, th- I, th- so. I think they test them for all sorts of things. Well, of course, the COVID, and they well, yeah. quarantine them for a while, and then they're you know on yeah. the show. Then I think they test them for STDs. I, I really do. I hope so. Because, you know. If they did, because like the law fantasy, of averages, the fantasy suites—that's like three nights in a row. Fantasy suites. It's just gross. <laughs> okay, D Ray. All right. Brandon and I were talking about this yesterday. Drinking your urine. There's a doctor claiming that if you drink your urine, you can fight off COVID. <laughs> now I want to know if you would drink your urine because people have been drinking their urine for years. We talked about Bear Grylls. We talked about Madonna. Okay, I would I would only drink other people's urine. How about that? Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. let me go get a cup. <laughs> no, not. Oh man, the look the look on Amy's face was priceless. Absolutely priceless. No, and I'm, not gonna, I'm speechless. Actually, no, I'm not going to drink. No, no. What are you kidding me? Absolutely not. And besides, when they sit there and talk about Bear Grylls drinking his own urine. He doesn't, it's not like he pees in a cup and cheers, that sort of thing, right? No, 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 no. He distills it. Have you ever seen actually what happens to Survive? And I think Survivor Man does the same thing. He sets up like a distilling thing where it, uh, the condensation off of it is water. I don't know what's more disturbing, drinking your pee or that the fact that you researched this. Well, I watched the show. And it, I just happened to have one. There was just one of those episodes, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. He's not really. They're not really doing that. They're distilling it. Did you see the one with Will Ferrell when he was on the show with him? He's like, so when do we get to drink our pee? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the. So thing. we know Will Ferrell would do it. <laughs> he probably he probably does it daily. Yeah. So would you drink your own urine? Well, I mean, if I had to. I mean, if it was like a matter of life or death, would it like, but if, not recreationally, not just you know, oh well, it's happy hour. <laughs> if we were to dare you tomorrow, wake up and drink your pee, would you do it? No. But what if you could get out of something? Like, what is something that you have to do sometimes that you hate that you could get out of if you drank your urine? Paying taxes? No. Um, wow, I can't even think. Of, no, I don't think there's anything really that would make me, you know. Have a big old cup of, yeah, you know. Like uh, the having best to. <laughs> part of waking up. What? What about like wiping somebody else's behind? What? Could you, if what you do could you get guys out of. talk about on this show, really? <laughs> if you could drink urine to get out of doing that, would you do it? <laughs> that's like, you know, that's like prisoner dilemma. Seriously. I mean, it's like, you want to be shot or hung? I don't know. I just... if, if you had the choice to eat a, a dog turd and drink your own urine, which one would you do? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> I'd mix them together into a stew. Just got a notification, D-Ray. What's that? The American Red Cross says it's facing its worst blood shortage in more than a decade. There's even a somebody that works there that said they've never seen anything like this in the 20 years that they've been working there. Mm-hmm. Like there's a serious blood shortage because of COVID. Really? And I know we can't donate through the the Red Cross here in the Black Hills, Mm -hmm. but we do have Vitalant. Vitalant. (laughs) Yes. Ask your doctor if Vitalant is right for you. (laughs) It does does sound like that. Exactly. Yeah. It does. Wow, D-Ray. How do you do that, Mr. Comedian? Anyway. Well, I went online Mm -hmm. to to schedule my appointment because you can do it every eight weeks. My last one was beginning of November, so it looks like I'm due for some blood. Okay. All right. 
and uh, gonna go give some blood. They put leeches on your head. Is it like medieval barbers? No, haven't oh, you ever donated of blood? I've I've donated blood. It's it's a great thing to do. Yeah, and you can see all about yourself on these websites, like your your blood type, of course. Yeah, a lot of people don't know their blood type. Your cholesterol. I got one sixty three. Is that good? It's good. It is. Yeah, that is good. Okay. It's like like my yeah. You good. good I'm for negative you. for COVID antibodies. Well, I was then. Okay. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> what else do they find out if you're positive or negative? This will be interesting. I know. Hemoglobin, all kinds of stuff. What other things? In the do- future, I bet they'll be like, you're not quite turning into a zombie yet. Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows what they'll come up with in the oh, future? Oh, I would like to know about my uh, what COVID antibodies I have. Yeah, see, would, you should go donate yeah, blood then. Yeah, I really should. Go. I used to, when, we, when I was in college, we used to donate. Quite a bit. They would always do blood drives in school. We would we would call it the blood run after we donate because you you know you go in you donate all right and then they make you sit in the canteen <laughs> yeah. you know and get your cookie and your orange juice and then what we would do because it was at the field house at my college and my fraternity house was on the other side of the campus we would try to run so you've just what? given blood and what happens is you get really lightheaded and you can only make it so far that you like collapse and then we would. Get up and walk to the fraternity house and then drink. Wow, sounds super healthy. That sounds really responsible, doesn't do it? You, yeah. Do you think we should try that today? We should go give blood and then go drink? That's a great No, we thing. should give blood and then try to run back here. Oh, my God. I don't think I... I don't eat... I don't have to give blood to, to try to run and stumble. I mean, I'm in such bad shape. Right? My knees are so bad. I'm so hurt. Everything hurts so badly on me that, no, I don't even have to do that. I don't, I don't even run anymore. It's pathetic. D-Ray, I just came up with an idea for a new 5K. What's that? It's like you get everybody there to donate blood, and mm-hmm. then you run a 5K. <laughs> if you make it across the finish line, it, you know what? You it, get an award. It would be a half a K. My challenge for you today is just to go give blood. Okay, that's a good challenge. Don't be scared. I'm not. Vitalent.org, make your appointments. They need your blood. We don't have Brandon in the studio today, but we have him via phone because he's a touring musician. Living the dream, living the dream. So here's what I want to know. I want to know what's in the refrigerator where you're staying. <laughs> what, do, what do musicians eat? Well, let me go out there and look right now, but I could tell you when we showed up yesterday, whoever the band was that stayed here last week left like a lot of food in the fridge. And there was, they even had a bowl full of beans <laughs> uncovered Gross. It was the most disgusting oh it was horrid and it tasted horrible too um i bet it there sm- was like left- did the house smell after they were eating beans no actually it didn't um then there was like leftover chinese food but what is it about leftover chinese food when it's not yours it's disgusting oh yeah um somebody has a cake in here that i assume it, <laughs> there's about a third of a cake it looks about Four months old. It looks really dry, and it looks like carrot cake. That's some. Um, that's a cake somebody brought. I no. It looks like they bought it from like a grocery store. Okay. And then there's like uh, you know you're a lot of different condiments. You could tell there's some people who like mayonnaise and some like Miracle Whip because there's <laughs> one of each. <laughs> what is this? Bourbon stemmed cherries in here. Uh, we've Yum. also got some. Com- yeah. Kombucha tea, jalapenos, Parmesan, <laughs> salsa verde, jelly. <laughs> There's about four things of sour cream, four different things, all different expression dates. What kind of dry um, goods do you have? 
There's not much for dried goods. The freezer, though, the freezer has some chicken wings that somebody bought, like raw chicken wings, you know, you could get from like the the the, the meat side. Uh-huh. And it, they've been in here since we've played here, started playing here. That's over a year ago. That's gross. <laughs> Dry goods are like, like there's nope. some cans of soup, peanut butter. Chips? Any chips? No. Oh, yeah. Somebody loves a couple bags of Fritos. Yeah. Well, nice. I don't know whose they are. Maybe but... they they were dipping them in the beans. That wow, might, that's that loud. Might have been. There's definitely Fritos. Oh. Mm. And they're pretty good. They're not stale or nothing. <laughs> That was really loud. And then our pizza. Sorry. And then our pizza from last night too. That's it, huh? That's all you have for food? That's well, weird. Yeah. Let's see here. I got this drawer. Are, are limes supposed to be green? Limes, yes. Oh. Lemons. Oh, there's lemons. Oh, oh my gosh. Ew. What? There's an open can of sardines sitting here. It's open, like halfway open. And there's some sardines. I wonder if I should try one. Did somebody bring that or was that there already? That's there. It's it's gotta been here for a while. There's a little bit of like mold growing in the corner. <laughs> that is so gross. Okay, I dare you to eat one right now. Please, right. will you do it? Sure, whatever. I'll try. Oh my gosh. I mean, what's the worst thing? I don't really like sardines when they're fresh. <clears throat> Let me get a fork. I gotta peel some of this. Oh my god, it smells horrible too. Oh. Ugh. Okay, now eat one. No, I can't do it. It smells too bad. No, just you said you would do it. It smells really bad. Come on, uh, Brandon. Three, two, one. <coughs> Here we are. We got Brandon Jones on the phone from Colorado. He's he's on tour. He's a touring musician. Yep, Rocky Mountain High. And Brandon just finished eating a piece of pizza this early in the morning. <laughs> it was left. It's only like a few hours old. The life of a touring musician. Were you craving pizza, or were you just eating eating it because it was there? I definitely wasn't craving it. I walked by and grabbed. It was filling my water, and was like, "Oh, look, pizza!" <laughs> I would probably do um, the same thing. Somebody left the pizza box open from you know three hours ago. So why not? <laughs> See, what you really need is a pizza scented candle. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, then you could smell the pizza, and then you wouldn't eat it. Or would you want to eat it more if you smelled that candle? I mean, you know, if the candle was good and you haven't had pizza in a while, you'd be like, gosh, dang it, I'm craving some good deep dish pizza or something, you know? Because <laughs> Campbell's Soup, they just came out with limited edition scented candles. They have candles that smell like soup, like tomato soup, grilled cheese mm. sandwiches, chicken noodle soup, split pea and ham. Your family comes home, they're like, oh, mom already has dinner cooked. And you're like, nope. <laughs> Or somebody that doesn't know how to cook, you can at least, yeah. your house can smell like you know how to cook. Yeah, or if you're having guests over and your house stinks and you'd rather smell it up with soup. Split pea soup? What does that even smell like? It smells like know. burnt paper to me. That's that's kind of what I was like. At the last I, In my mind, I'm thinking, my memory doesn't log it as a good smell. <laughs> I don't think I want to smell my house up as split pea ham soup. But, or, or what if you I mean, you were craving something and the other person wasn't, so you can light maybe like a, yeah. a pizza candle? And they're, yeah, well, let's go get some pizza. Or let's order some pizza. Change their yes, mind exactly. with it, you know? Or if you wanted to grill some steaks, but you know, you're, maybe your husband or wife wasn't that into it, so you're like, well, maybe if I light this candle, they'll want to go eat. You know, some steaks or maybe like Red Lobster. 
maybe you're in the mood for going out to eat at Red Lobster. You set them up with a candle. That's where you go. You walk in, you're like, something smells like ocean in here. Like, <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> or if you're craving sushi and your your spouse isn't, you can light the sushi candle. <laughs> no. <laughs> do, do you ever do this sometimes? That's like, uh, they'll be like, oh, do you want some McDonald's? No, thank you. And then they get home and you smell it and you're like, damn, I should have told them I wanted some. Yes. Every time. Every single time. Or you're like, you're just looking at their fries like... How can I get one in my mouth without taking it? No. <laughs> See, this is what I do. You ask them to go get you something, like from the kitchen mm-hmm. or another room, and then you just grab a handful of them. What happened to all your fries? See, light that McDonald's candle and problem solved. What would be a candle that you wouldn't want to light? Like a cabbage or something? Like your grandma's making cabbage soup or... Or broccoli? Yeah, then your house will smell like a diaper genie. Brandon, you said you had a nice story to share with us about your trip. On the way down here, we were all kind of tired on the drive. We stopped in Cheyenne on the way to Denver and hit up a coffee shop. At the coffee shop, I seen a car behind us. It was a, it was a couple, a younger couple. And I'm like, eh, I think I'll, I'll just pay it forward. Let's buy their coffee, too. I was like, I'd like to buy their coffee. And they, like, rolled their eyes. They were almost bothered by it. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm wanting to pay for somebody else's coffee. Like, what's the big deal? There was a an employee at Starbucks that said nobody seems to realize that paying it forward is actually a pain for them because it's like added work for them. Isn't it making it your job easier? I've never worked at a place like that at all. I've never worked fast food, drive up anything. So I truly don't know. But maybe combining the two tickets onto one charge. I know I've I've paid it forward before and they've had to swipe my card twice. Okay, yeah. you got to pay for your ticket and then now this swipe is going to be for their ticket. Okay, fair enough. And then <laughs> I get both receipts and I drive away. Yeah, and they said instead of paying it forward or paying the bill behind you to tip the person that's making your coffee. What if we wanted to do both? Yeah. If you're so generous that we wanted to, you can't stop paying it forward. Do we have to now pay, we pay the person's over. tip too behind us? In a coffee in a coffee situation, because I mean, if you're paying it forward at McDonald's or Taco Bell or something like that, you you can't tip. Which which actually kind of brings up another point. Like like I said earlier, what what if they keep the money? You don't really know. You drive away. You might have just bought the employee lunch <laughs> or a coffee. Yeah, they're paying themselves forward. One of our loyal listeners, her name is Amy Elsner, and she listens to us every day, and I've even gone over to her house because I love cats. My husband's allergic to cats, and I can go there and get my cat fix because she fosters cats. We thought we'd have a little bit of fun with this. Matt Foley's here. Yeah, I got about 500 of those little whiskers. I'm totally ready. Let's give them a call. Good morning, Street Heating and Cooling. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, hey there. Uh, my name's my name's Matt, and uh, I just got a hold of about 500 cats, uh, and I was told I could swing them by your place. Um, I, I mean, this is uh, an HVAC business, but I, I do personally work with uh, a group that does cats. Uh, that's a little bit yeah. a lot for us. Um, where where did you find them? I don't know. I don't really know where these cats came from. Now, they've all been uh, vaccinated, and they, they all need to be, you know, quarantined and everything. Now, a couple of them had some fleas. It's a real bad situation, but uh, 
Anyways, uh, if I could get your address or whatever, I run these cats on over to you. Um, I got, I got all their names here. I'll start to rattle them off if you want to write it down. I got Whiskers, Fluffy, Stinky. With Stinky, that one there, he uh, he really fills up a litter box. You know, so that's why we started calling him Stinky. Kind of pretty much, he needs his own litter box. Peanut, Walter, Snuggles, Katie, Purry. I kind of <laughs> like that one. Um, Arnold Katzenator is a, it's one of the bigger cats. Priscilla, and you really got to hang on to that er patch. This one's pretty original as a patch over his eye. You want, you writing these down? You want me to keep going? Oh, oh, keep going. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fang, we've got one without a tail. We call him tailless. How big of a house do you got? Well, I've got a smaller house, but I do work with a couple different rescues, uh, Jennifer Kramer's Rescue, Stars. We could also work with Battle Mountain, uh, and we could find homes for all of those uh, cats and get them forever homes. Well, unfortunately, these ones all need to stick together. They're a family of cats. Unfortunately, if you don't got a big house, I'm sure some of them will be fine outside, to be honest. Uh, I do know of a couple people who have outdoor colonies that maybe they could be added to if they're good outside. Yeah, I don't know what a colony is, but uh, these are cats, not ants. But uh, I, I yeah, sure so do, Matt Foley. I, I do understand that. Thank you. How do you how do you know my last name? That's awkward. Well, I suppose you could take them to my business address. It's three three zero three Craig Street. I'm sure the boss won't mind if we put a, a whole hundred cats in the in the shop back there. They can work around it when building stuff. You know, maybe with every furnace you guys install, you get a free handful of cats. You know, like that. That's me, you can grab. <laughs> you know, this is Amy and Brandon from the Roadhouse. I, I recognize that Matt Foley anywhere. But thank you guys for doing what you do for helping out with all the animals and. Yeah, we we do our best. Um, I think we're going to have an adoption event either this next Friday or the following Friday again at Pet Giant, so everyone can make sure that they're you know looking for the notices when we send them out on Facebook. You know, might have one or two. They're always better in pairs. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I like my women. Women are better in pairs, kind of like Amy's. Or, or more than two, even. <laughs> Life you know, is better with uh, two Amy's. What if people don't want to wait till then and they want one right meow? If they want one right meow, then they can definitely contact Jennifer Kramer. Um, our, the Facebook page is also The Whole Kitten Caboodle. We've got ourselves cat scratch fever. Well, you have a good weekend, Amy, and we love you so much. Oh, I love you guys. Brandon, I've got an amazing story to share with you. And I don't know what to focus on. The fact that this guy still lives with his mom at 46. Or that he's a school teacher here in South Dakota. Or that he accidentally drugged his mom and all of her friends. So this guy had just gotten back from Colorado, where you're at. And he brought home some special butter. And he decided to make some brownies before bed. So he made the brownies, left them out on the counter. Then his mom found them the next morning and decided to take them to a card game at her senior center that she hangs out at. She didn't realize... They were very, very strong, potent pot brownies. <laughs> That's awesome. So nine one one calls started rolling in around eight eight p.m. Okay, multiple senior citizens at this senior center thought they had been poisoned. Turned out they were just really, really stoned. <laughs> 
Oh, that's hilarious. And since recreational marijuana is still illegal here in the state of South Dakota, guess what? Oh, no. And this guy just lives five hours from here. Tabor, South Dakota. Five hours, almost five hours from here, just down the road. And you know what? This guy is agreeing to talk to us. Wow. It's too funny. There's so many things I'd like to know the details, the fun details about. Once everybody figured out that they weren't poisoned and they were high, was everybody just kind of like, okay, okay, okay. Or was it the best night at the senior center? I think somebody laced it. There's Sophia's up dancing. (laughs) Everybody's just kind of dazed, staring off into a corner even more than they were before. And then there's even the other side of it. Like, what was the EMS like when they show up thinking there's an emergency and they're there, they're assessing the situation. So, you know, you're trying to rule things out. Oh, no, you got the the COVID situation. You're you've really got a lot to worry about in the medical field. One guy goes, I think they're all stoned. You know, like, did, did that happen? They got the giggles really bad. He said, I'm stoned. Oh, my gosh. There's so many questions. Can't you just People see him just, sitting there? I can't feel my legs. Did I just pee my diaper? <laughs> yeah. I'm licking this window because the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Or they're they're all sitting down, cuddled up, watching some Matlock, and one of them's, you know, that Matlock is a fly-looking mother. <laughs> what do we have for snacks? Well, I just ate the last tapioca. I'm so excited to talk to this guy, so hopefully it'll happen soon, and we'll get these questions answered. You mean to tell me we've only been sitting here for 30 minutes? We've been asking the listeners, what movie ruined you as a child? Personally, mine was an actual scary movie, Candyman. And they remade it. That almost ruined me all over again. I didn't even, I couldn't watch it. I told myself I would never, ever watch that movie ever again. Same thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And look how many times they've remade it. It's like, somebody's out to get me, Brandon. I would have to say, like, one of the movies that I wouldn't say it ruined me. Do you remember that movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Remember that movie? That one wasn't too bad. And it wasn't, uh, it was a little bit scary because back then, now looking back at it the cgi is horrible but at the same token it was kind of like three-quarter scary and i remember being like a couple of my friends were way into that movie we'd watch it all the time and i was just like i don't like this part i don't like this movie it scares me who framed roger rabbit scared you well there's just parts of the movie where like i think there was a part of the movie where there was like some acid or something like that melting dudes and I was like, it would. It's the reason I ran home from the friend's house at night in the dark. You know what I mean? Like, like sprint, full out run. Thought there was somebody chasing me to my home. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, that was. It was a. Now looking, I've watched it as like an adultish or late teen or whatever, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, there's some legit scary movies that people mentioned that ruined them as a child. Yeah. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit was not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Another one pops into my mind. Mm -hmm. The Incredible Hulk. That guy terrifies me. I remember having bad dreams about him chasing me. He would take these giant leaps in the air and catch up to me. Yeah. Yeah. And he was always mad. back Back when we were little kids, like, it was a real person. 
it wasn't no CGI blown up dude. It was like a real dude, and he's big, and it, so it made it more halfway realistic. It seems like yeah. See, so you're with me on that one. All those movies from like the 80s and early 90s. That what's that one movie? Yeah, kind of like the original Smurf movie. <laughs> movies that ruined you as a child. We established what movies Brandon is disturbed by, which uh, don't really make sense. But <laughs> Whatever. okay, everybody's different. So, what movies are our listeners disturbed by? There were some funny ones on the list. I agree with Wizard of Oz. You know, there were some intense mo- the witches and stuff. The monkeys were kind of scary to me, but they didn't ruin yeah, me. The- what is Blazing Saddles? Somebody put Blazing Saddles. You've never seen Blazing Saddles? No. What is that? Oh, my gosh. It's I don't even know how to explain it. Is it a scary it movie is so, or is, is it like... It's not scary, uh, but it's the, the humor in Blazing Saddles is it's so inappropriate today. It's a funny movie. They're, they're three wannabe cowboys riding on horses, and it's like overly fake. You know, it looks like they're riding a horse, but they're obviously on a like a seahorse in a studio like they make it real obvious et i can see how et would scare somebody as a child it's it's an alien but at, by the end of it i bet you they liked the et you know what I mean? because it was that movie you fell in love with et you didn't want him to go home i love et e. going home and somebody put gremlins how can you hate a gremlin oh, i didn't like that show either that's i didn't you know honestly i've never really even watched any of the gremlins I watched a little bit of it, and I'm like, this ain't for me. Another one that I can relate to is Leprechaun. That one was kind of freaky. What's the movie with the doll, the red-headed doll? What's that movie called again? Yeah, screw Chucky. How how do we even still sell baby dolls to anybody with red hair? I don't know. Chucky ruined it forever. As an adult, and we're talking like 15, 20 years ago when those Saw movies come out. I've said it before, but those are not... Those were not for me. Yeah, I don't no. know how people enjoy watching stuff like that. Like, oh, I'm yeah, so excited I'm sure. for the new Saw movie. I can't wait to see people ripped apart. Some people some people like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to go home, pour me a nice glass of wine, relax, and watch a nice chick flick. And then there's people that are like, open their glass of wine and binge watch Saw. All the Saw series. One, two, three, four, all of them. Until somebody starts knocking on their door. It makes you wonder about people. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. 